there, writers, and welcome back to the Well-Storied podcast. I am Kristen Kiefer, and this is where I translate articles from the Well-Storied blog into audio so you can listen in on the go. Over the past several episodes of the podcast, we have been covering a variety of um, articles that have to do with secondary characters and secondary character roles. Uh, to be specific, two episodes ago we covered secondary characters as a whole. We talked about how you can go about crafting secondary characters that feel fully formed and fully developed on the page, even when they don't necessarily have a lot of time on the page itself. Um, and then in our latest episode of the podcast, the one right before this one, we covered the mentor character and we talked about all of the different purposes that you can give your mentor character, if you do choose to have one in your story, to give them a lot of power and purpose and a real strong reason for being there. Today we are covering a brand new article on the blog that is also in this same vein, covering a secondary character role, and that is the do's and don'ts of crafting your story's love interest. And so yes, without any further ado, we're going to dive in. If you would like to read along as you listen in, make sure to head on over to well-storied.com slash loveinterest, and I will leave that link for you in today's episode description. The Do's and Don'ts of Crafting Your Story's Love Interest With all its heart-aching tension and warm, fuzzy feelings, it's easy to see how a good love story can stand the test of time. Crafting love stories of our own, however, is often tricky business. In a genre as oversaturated and teeming with exhausted tropes as romance, crafting a love story that feels fresh and exciting often requires more than a little hard work. Fortunately, time and intention are on our side. By focusing first on crafting the characters who will serve as love interests in our stories, we lay the groundwork for gripping romances to come. So, whether you're writing the next great love story or simply looking to include a romantic subplot in your book, let's break down the do's and don'ts of crafting love interests today. First up, let's talk about the many types of love interests. A love interest is a character whose role in a story is that of a lover or potential lover to another character, especially the protagonist. But not all love interests and romantic relationships are created equal. Writers have a plethora of relationship tropes to draw upon when crafting their story's love interests, some more popular than others, including enemies to lovers, friends to lovers, love triangles, second chances at love, rags to riches romances, star-crossed lovers, opposites attract, faded romances, pretend relationships, love at first sight, royal romances, and arranged or political marriages, among many others. Some of these tropes may have you rolling your eyes, but the biggest mistake you can make when crafting a love interest isn't basing their character on a specific romantic trope. There's a romance for every reader, and what trope one reader dislikes will absolutely find a home in the heart of another. Rather, the biggest mistake you can make is to craft a love interest that exists solely to reward the protagonist for completing their journey. Love interests that do not have lives outside of their protagonists aren't characters at all. I'd argue, anyway. They are objects, cardboard cutouts, prizes to be won. Writer, don't objectify your story's love interest this way. Develop them fully instead, giving them purpose and depth that lend power to your story as a whole, as well as to their exciting romance with your protagonist. Where do you begin? Let's take a look at some structured first steps. <laughs> Step number one, 
choose the type of chemistry you'd like to build. Chemistry is that potent magnetism that draws two people, or in our case, characters, together. There is certainly something to be said for the mystery of love, of course, but generally speaking, relationships do tend to find their foundations in one or more of the following areas. A bond over shared interests or experiences. A broadening of one, one another's horizons. A grounding balance between dichotomous personalities, or in way less fancy terms, because two opposites attract. Or a shared admiration for one another's spirits. These same types of chemistry can be found in other relationships as well, especially friendships, which is something to keep in mind as you craft the relationships between other characters in your story. That said, knowing which type or types of chemistry you'd like to serve as the foundation of your story's romance can go a long way toward helping you define the perfect love interest. Now is also the time to take to look back over those relationship tropes we discussed just a minute ago. Is there a specific trope you'd like to employ in your story? This, as well, will play a heavy hand in helping you craft a love interest readers will adore. On to step number two we go. Define your protagonist's romantic interests. To choose the best type of chemistry to pursue in your story, you may find it helpful to first understand what your protagonist needs in a relationship. Not what they want or what they think they need, but what will truly bring a little love into their life. Consequently, this means you must first know your protagonist inside and out. If you haven't yet taken the time to develop them fully, I'd suggest doing so now. If you head on over to well-storied.com slash strongercharacters, I have a fantastic resource that can help you begin developing your protagonist fully today. Once you've gotten to know your protagonist, you can begin crafting a love interest who will challenge, aid, encourage, and maybe irritate them in ways that make the connection between them apparent. But wait a minute, you say. I thought you said not to build a love interest that exists solely for my protagonist. Isn't that the biggest mistake I can make? Absolutely. Your love interest should exist as a fully formed individual with a life outside of the protagonist's story. Readers don't necessarily need to see this life play out on the page, of course, but it should be implied. A little backstory here, a quick mention of character or career goals or family trouble there. You get the gist. But if you want to build genuine chemistry between your protagonist and their love interest, that most often means crafting a love interest specifically designed to first catch your protagonist's eye. Which brings us to step number three. Begin crafting your story's love interest. Now that you've defined the type of chemistry you'd like to build and what your protagonist needs in a relationship, you're ready to begin crafting a love interest who can best fulfill their role in your story. How you go about crafting your love interest will depend greatly on the first two elements we've just discussed. In addition to these two elements, however, you'll want to consider the type of conflict you want your two lovebirds to face. Will they fight to maintain the love they already share, or will one or both characters need to undergo a bit of transformation before their love can blossom? If the latter, don't forget to consider who your love interest is at both the beginning of your story and its happily ever after. Here are some questions you may wish to ask yourself as you work. What does my protagonist find attractive in a partner? What kind of partner would bring my protagonist true happiness? Does my protagonist have any prejudices that would blind them to true love? What values does my protagonist hold dear? In what ways does my protagonist feel alone? What is my protagonist's biggest fear, flaw, or regret? 
What kind of love interest could challenge this fear, flaw, or regret? Do I want to utilize a specific romantic trope in my story? If so, what elements of this trope would my love interest need to embody? These questions should help you determine who your love interest needs to be in order to fulfill their role in the romance. After defining their position, you can begin to craft the details of their life outside of the protagonist's story, again with, those, with that article I have for you on 33 Ways to Write Stronger Characters, which you can find at well-storied.com strongercharacters. Now let's talk about a few additional tips for crafting love interests. Crafting a sensational love interest is certainly no easy task, as each romance is unique in its own right. However, I do have a few additional tips you may find helpful as you dive into this tricky character creation process. Tip number one, give your love interest autonomy. As we briefly discussed, love interest should never be treated as a prize your protagonist is awarded after overcoming the villain, achieving their story goal, or undergoing a necessary inner transformation. This trope, which disproportionately affects female love interests, is a form of objectification that's sure to leave a bad taste in many readers' mouths. To counteract this, treat your love interest as the protagonist of their own story, giving them autonomy in the form of their own goals, desires, and needs. Tip number two, make your love interest human. It's easy to idealize our love interests, projecting onto them our own unrealistic wishes and desires. But doing so is a surefire way to make them unbelievable as characters, even cringeworthy. To take this trope to task, make your love interest just as human as any other character. A few fears, flaws, and regrets can go a long way here. On to tip number three we go. Make your love interest irreplaceable. Further your love interest's development as a character by giving them a role in your story that is unrelated to their romance with the protagonist. If the love interest can be removed from your story with little to no consequence to the main storyline, it's likely you're treating them as a prize to be won. Instead, take a look at some of the purposes sidekicks and mentor characters can serve, which you can find in our most recent podcast episode and the one that will be upcoming. And consider these elements, how these elements may apply to your story's love interest. This tip is especially helpful for writers writing romantic subplots, where removing a love interest wouldn't automatically destroy the plot as it would in a romance genre novel. And finally, tip number four, ensure influence is a two-way street. Relationships are a push and pull, a give and take. Protagonists are often challenged or transformed by their relationship with a love interest, but don't forget to allow the relationship to ch shape your love interest in return. For more on that, consider crafting your story's character arcs today by heading over to well-storied.com slash character arc. Romantic relationships are complex and diverse, as evidenced by the depth and popularity of romance as a genre. But whether you're writing the next great love story or simply including a romantic subplot in your book, Giving your love interest and their relationship with the protagonist the time and attention they deserve is the surest way to craft a sensational romance readers won't soon forget. I hope you enjoyed these tips and tricks today, writer, for crafting a sensational love interest for your story. Love interests are not a topic that I've really ever discussed before online, and so it was a lot of fun to dive into this all with you today. 
I may not have authority on this topic in some senses, not that I have authority on any topic really, but I don't write romance genre novels. However, I do write novels that are heavy on character-driven stories and that often feature major romance subplots. So I do think that I have a lot of experience in writing romantic relationships, maybe just not plots that are built around the romance itself, if that makes sense. So if you have any other tips about crafting love interests, especially as they apply to romance genre novels as a whole, I would absolutely love to hear from you. If you'd like to come follow me on social media and give me a shout out, you can find me um, on Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter. I am either at Kristen underscore Kiefer, um, Kiefer is K-I-E-F-F-E-R, or you can just find me at well-storied. Um, yes, so writers, I think that's all I have for you today. As always, if you can, just leave a quick rating, review, uh, subscription, whatever you can do from wherever you are listening in from is always a big help in helping the podcast grow. And also, if you would like to get involved in supporting the podcast monetarily and also getting some really cool behind-the-scenes sneak peeks at what's going on at WellStoried and in my personal fiction writing, you can come be a WellStoried patron over at patreon.com slash WellStoried, where you can pledge a small amount each month um, to really help WellStoried grow. So again, I will leave that for you in today's episode description. Again, writers, thank you so much for listening in today. Have a wonderful week, and I will see you guys next time. Bye!